Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time. It's time. It's time for the latest buzz on pets from around the corner, down the block, and across the world with award-winning journalist, author, speaker, educator, and host, Arden Moore. Arden has twice been named by Oprah Winfrey as one of her top three pet hosts. And just this past year, the Cat Writers Association awarded Arden the coveted President's Award, given exclusively to the best of the best. Arden is driven to live her motto, bringing out the best in pets and their people. So snuggle up with your favorite fur baby, because it's time for another episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. And we'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Tevra Pet, for a happier and healthier pet. Online at tevrapet.com. That's T-E-V-R-A pet.com. And Furniture Cat Furniture. Quality cat furniture. Online at furniture.com. That's P-U-R-R-N-I-T-U-R-E dot com. Pause up, pet pals. Welcome to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I am your host, Arden Moore. Now, this is the first time in my radio hosting career that I'm going to introduce my guest using these words. Pugs, race cars, lefties. (laughs) As you will soon discover, our special guests are in a race to save dogs, cats, and other animals in need of finding homes. Please give pause and applause to the dynamic mother-son duo. First up, prolific author Lauren Dar of Left Paw Press. There's the lefty. And her NASCAR racing star son, Zachary Tinkle. Together, they are racing for rescues. Vroom! Did I sound good? Did I get my engine going there, Zach? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome both to the show, guys. How you doing? Doing, we're uh, we're doing great. Thanks for having right. us. Hey, um, a couple weeks back, I ran into these two great people at the Global Pet Expo in Orlando, Florida. It is the biggest pet product showcase I think on the on the planet. It's about seven football fields long of booths and things. And uh, if you did your little watch uh, timer on your clock. You easily did 10 miles a day walking. Would you both agree? Did, did you figure out how many miles you walked the show? Uh, I wouldn't. I don't know how many miles. I, I did add my fitness tractor, and one day I did 14,000 steps. Wow. How about you, and, Mom? Well, well, I was walking right beside him, and I think that was before his phone went dead. So, um, <laughs> so you think it's a oh, yeah. More. Yeah, and my thighs were feeling it. I, I do know that. <laughs> yeah, mine were too. You know, it's kind of cool because uh, we want to dedicate this show to pets that need homes. And right now, folks, on our show, we've got two people that aren't just walking the walk or talking the talk. They're vroom. They're racing, racing to help pets. So 
Lauren, um, I don't jump in and then we'll get um, Zachary. What is Racing for Rescues? Tell us it's a nonprofit, correct? Yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. Um, the Zachary Tinkle Foundation is a 501c3 that we started in the end of 2021, I believe. Um, and we started that after we had a tragic situation in our family. My husband had a stroke. We oh, shut sorry. down um, Zachary's late model racing team. We never knew if he would ever race again. Fans um, stepped in and they did a GoFundMe um, to help Zachary keep racing. Um, and then Wayne Peterson from Peterson Motorsports put Zachary oh, yeah. in his car at about the same time. Um, near the end of that season, we sat down and we were like, wow, um, we had no idea how amazing people were and how blessed we were. So we started the Zachary Tinkle Foundation. We looked around and said, what do we have that we can do anything with? We're not people of infinite means. And we had his mini cup trailer sitting in our driveway and said, hey, why don't we take the trailer and use it to take supplies to rescues in cities where he races? Yep. And uh, so that's kind of... Um, what we do with the Racing for Rescues initiative is, as I like to say, we try and be the, um, the rescue for animal rescues. And uh, that's what we try and do with that and, you know, with, and try and get as much publicity for shelters as possible as well when we go there to encourage more people to donate even after we are there. I, I love that. I have to ask, how is your hubby, dad, or dad, Zach's dad doing? How, how is it? How's your... He's, he's great. He's great. Um, it was a stroke where he was expected to be in a wheelchair and unable to speak for the rest of his life, but he's up. Um, we, we say that he walks like a weeble wobble, but we're very, very thankful and blessed for how well he's recovered. And what's his name? Brad. Shout out to Brad. Brad, we're pulling for you, man. We want you to be, get back as well as you can. And, um, this, this is a game changer. Zachary, Tell us about when you found out about your, your dad having a stroke, what, what was going through your head? Because you're starting the circuit. You're number 11, right? Did I get it right? Yeah. All right. See, I did my homework. So what did it, how did that jolt you? But you didn't just sit on the sidelines. You said, we got to do something, right? Well, uh, I was actually the one who ended up calling 911 when he had had the stroke. So, wow. um, so I, I, you know, um, just kind of sat there and noticed him, you know, you could, I could tell he was, his speech was slurred and all that. So that was, you know, I cut, I'm, you know, I was right there when it happened. Um, but uh, fortunately for me, it was just kind of in the moment, you know, I guess in a moment I wasn't focused about racing because I was more focused on my dad. Um, you know, for a while, once things got settled, we had an idea. Um, for me, um, I knew very quickly that, you know, it meant not racing, which at the time, to be honest, I wasn't, I wasn't too, you know, I won't say like I, I miss racing because I was more focused on, on my dad in that regard. So for me, you know, um, it definitely meant, you know, for short term and, you know, I, I'll admit I was fully prepared to completely stop racing permanently. Um, and I had, you know, was, very much had already mentally made that decision. Um, well, then, how, it, how did it feel that people stepped up, Zachary, and had a GoFundMe for you? That that's pretty awesome. 
yeah, it worked out. You know, it's it's really great to have all the fan support uh, for uh, obvious reasons. But it was it was humbling experience, I guess, for me because you never know just how just how many people actually wanted to see race. And um, for me, it was great. You know, it helped me get not only keep me on a racetrack, but it also allowed me to take the step up to drive in the Arca series. So. For me, um, it was just, uh, um, it ended up turning uh, with the GoFundMe, helping me create a new opportunity. And if I'm honest, without it, I wouldn't be where I am today. So um, it's, well, you know, it's a lot to be. What do you be- think about that, Mom? You got the son who's ready to go, hit that track, and then reality, life happens. What do you think about your son and what he's been doing? Well, it, it was very, a very humbling experience. Um, and when I looked at the people that contributed, like even people in the NASCAR Cup series that, frankly, I, I had no idea that they even knew who he was, much less wanted to contribute to his success. Um, and it, it was just amazing. And, and I have to tell you, I still tear up about it because we say that he came out of the womb wanting to race. And... <laughs> We're going to find out about you as a kid. (laughs) Yeah. And, and it's all he ever wanted to do. And and I have to tell you, it was the hardest conversation I think we ever had to have. Um, He, uh, I think was probably more mature about it than I was because I was, you know, blubbering and crying because as a mom, you're sitting here thinking, okay, we're telling this kid that has a dream that you can't have that dream anymore. So when people did step up and, fund him and he still got in a race car and then to make the leap into a NASCAR series. Um, it, it was just such an eye opening experience that we, we definitely felt like, wow, you know, how can we do for others what others have done for us? That is perfect. We're going to find out how Zachary got to keep his dream. His dad's getting healthy and how this mom has is a huge, prolific author. All this and more after we take this break. So you pet pals know the drill. We're going to sit, stay. We'll be right back. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Um, I am so honored and delighted to have on our show today two people making a difference in the world of pets, kids, and others. We're talking about uh, Lauren Dar. She is the creator of Left Paw Press, and her son, who is a rising star in the NASCAR circuit, Zachary Tinkle. And um, I'm just really curious, Lauren, you and I and my cat, Casey, are both, are all lefties. Zach, <laughs> are you a lefty? Uh, actually, more right-handed myself. 
Is that because you're on a circuit in NASCAR and you always have, don't you always have to turn left? So, right. Uh, I, for me, it's, um, you know, for me, you use, you use both hands a lot, but um, it's actually probably better to be left-handed than right-handed in NASCAR. That's what I was going to ask you. Um, yeah. You do work more with the right because you're shifting with your right as well. You're left. It just kind of depends. I mean, a lot of <laughs> drivers are left-handed, so it just kind of depends. So, um, but yeah. Well, your mom said that you came out of the womb, what, with a NASCAR um, checkered flag? What? Did you have checkered flag diapers? I don't know, man. I'm not trying to get too personal, but I mean, <laughs> wh where did you get this need for speed? Move over, Tom Cruise. How did you get it? What, what got you into uh, racing? I would say for me, it was um, a lot of it like um, for me early on, I'd say earliest memories was, of course, watching NASCAR and television while I could. Um, but a lot of it was my grandfather um, on my mother's side. My mother's dad was he had a bunch of old cars and Indian bikes. So I really got into cars at oh, a very Indian, early age. Uh, Indian, and uh, uh, um, bikes you're talking about? Yeah, he used to. Um, so what he did was that he used to restore Indian motorcycles um, by hand. So he wow. had that and he had um, like a 1956 Nash Metropolitan was like the first car I sat in. Um, so it was really cool. Um, and I actually I have that car now today. Um, wow. So um yeah, so that kind of was, I would say, what kind of got me. So, what's your grandfather's interested. name? We like to share um, our names. Well, um, I uh, Larry um, was my grandfather's name, and so we, you know, had him. Um, yeah, nice. that was how much <laughs> I got into it with him and showing me around the car and all that. So now you guys are you're you're kind of your home track would be the speedway in Indiana, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so from you, Indiana. Did you guys know I'm from Indiana? You mentioned that. I is from Crown Point, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, up and, north. Uh, so I understand uh, you and I, uh, Zachary, have a, a favorite. He's now retired uh, NASCAR racer. Who's your guy? Who's number 24? Jeff Gordon. And why do you like Jeff Gordon? Why did you like him in his career? I just think he looks like the human version of that powerful Mach 5. Go, Speed Racer. Go, Speed Racer. Go. He did look like, come on, he did look like Speed Racer, right? I don't know. I, I never watched that, to be honest. So I, I never watched it. So um, for me, I, I wouldn't know. Um, but I would say, you know, I really like Jeff and his personality of how he always um, raced, his style of racing. He was always trying to be um, you know, just watching him compete. And for me, what really uh, gained a lot of respect for me was what he did off the racetrack with the Jeff Gordon Children's Foundation. And um, so that was why I became a big fan of him was actually more what he did off the racetrack than nice. on the racetrack of not only being a car owner and a driver, but also being a good person outside of the racetrack as well. Well, I think your mom and dad have made you a nice young man. You've made good decisions on your own. Lauren, I mean, there's so many different circuits in NASCAR. So, I mean, when your son said, I, I don't want to be a dentist, um, I, I don't want to be an NBA player, I want to be a race car driver, how old was he when he declared that? What was your first thought? He was 
actually about hip high, probably about five or six years old and begged us for years to wow. race. And then we finally got him in a go-kart around 10. And, you know, at that point in time, I say I have two children and one of them, you know, she's about 30 and she's still figuring out what she wants to be when she grows up. And then I have Zachary and he, it, the story never changed. She always wanted to be a race car driver. So when we lived in Chicago for a number of years, we put him in a go-kart and found out he was actually really good. Um, so we knew right away when he started racing the mini cup stock cars that this was going to be it. Um, so we started to focus on marketing and, um, those types of things. And he, we even formed Tinkle family racing. I think when he was 12, because we knew that this was probably his life's path, even though wow. mom and dad both went to college and, you know, we're, we're big believers in education. We felt like there's he's going to have one really one he's shot get at schooled this. on the track. Come on, mom. He's getting schooled on the track, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I think he's learned more about life and life experiences and relationships at the racetrack than than maybe he even would have, um, you know, going to a school. I'm really curious, Zachary. How old were you when you got your legal driver's license? <laughs> Probably actually um... 18. Eight, 18. Yeah, I did get my permit because we moved around that time at 15 up in Illinois. And then we moved to um, Indiana. So I kind of, you know, I then had to retake it because we moved. Um, so I had to retake so are you in my in a permit. car with a driver's instructor and and you're a race car driver. I'm just hilariously wondering how you kept the, the school zone uh, speed limit. <laughs> <laughs> For me, actually, it actually didn't go. Um, it went very well, actually. Like it only was like I expect I have was fully prepared and like, OK, I have I'm going to have like a 30 minute driving test. And then it was like three minutes. And I'm like, well, did I did I fail immediately? <laughs> and uh, it turned out I passed. So it actually was uh, went really well. But I, I'll admit I didn't expect it to. <laughs> I tried to what get him to wear his race suit to the driving test and he wouldn't do it. <laughs> oh, that would have been nice. That would have been nice. Um, we're going to be taking a break soon and we're going to dive into what Lauren's life career has been. And I'm going to bring in that third word that I said all relate to this conversation. We've talked about lefties. We're talking about racing. And when we come back from our break... <laughs> We're going to talk about the pugs, the pugs, the pugs, the pugs. So I, before we take a break, though, quickly, uh, Lauren, how do people find out more about you? What's what's the best place to find you? Um, ZacharyTinkle.com is where you'll find out about Zachary and LeftPaulPress.com for about the books. That sounds good. And you're both on Facebook and all those other fun things, right? Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, everybody, just stick an idle. We're going to come back and learn more about Zachary and Lauren after we take this break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. Yep, I'm your host, Arden Moore, and I'm having a great time with uh, the mother-son team of Lauren Dar and Zachary Tinkle. Now, Zachary, quickly, you are, there's different levels in racing. You're the driver of number 11, and you are with the Arca Menards Series. I have no idea what that means. Well, um, Arca is basically the um, the fourth tier on the ladder, if you will. Um, so basically, the cup levels the premier um, division. Then there's the um, Xfinity series is the second tier. Then the truck series is the third tier, and then you have the Arca series as the fourth tier. So um, pretty much that is kind of goes up the ladder. So oh, I love it! I love it, um, Lauren. You and I have some in common besides being lefties. We like to write books. Um, I think you're going to smoke me now. I have written 27 pet books and probably another 10 books, medical and all with doctors and all that. But I'm an idle gear compared to you. Have you ever counted how many books you've written? Um, at one point in time, I did, but I think I have around 70 out there. <laughs> About 70. Wow. <laughs> Something and, like that. And I think in a way, you have your son to blame or congratulate because you were kind of in a marketing firm, weren't you? And he was in elementary school. I was I was learning about the story. I think it's a story that a lot of parents want to hear because what you did was have him become a lover of words, a lover of books. So Set the scene. Here's young Vroom Vroom Zachary, and he's in elementary school, and you were finding out he didn't really dig books, right? Right. Well, when, before he went into elementary school, he he was an avid reader, and he loved it. Um, and then something just switched in his brain um, when he went to elementary school, and I was trying to figure out how to keep him interested in reading and he and so our pug dogs at the time, I would put their names in nursery rhymes. And give he me a, give he, me a hint. Give, come on. You got to give me a little rhyme. Come on. This is radio. People are listening. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> and what was the names? We had uh, Inky and Sarge and Benji. So like <laughs> Benji jumped over the moon. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you were trying to get him jazzed back into reading, right? Yeah. And so he 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 thought it was kind of funny when I would do nursery rhymes um, goofing around the house. And he said, you should put that in a book. So I started researching how do you do a book? And I, I intended <laughs> to do like one copy of one book for my son. Aww. And then uh, he thought it was cool when Mother Pug nursery rhymes came out. And then he said, you need to do at least one pug book a year. And so I made a promise to him I would do at least one pug book a year until he graduated high school. And um, I, I believe I kept that promise. But he's also, you know, the the reason uh, that we have Left Paw Press. I personally like the video on Dinky Inky, the stinky pug. What <laughs> happened to Dinky Inky? How did he get to be the stinky pug? Well, she farted a lot. <laughs> Is that called combustion? exhaust in racing uh zachary 
Uh, probably worse than that. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's my gosh. Um, I can't believe we're talking about farts on the air, but that's okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. So these books, you also um, have um, coloring books now, and you're also having libros de español. I, that's my Duolingo. I sound <laughs> Italian, speak in Spanish, but tell us a little bit about um, your books and just the the way they're they're being disseminated and what, what made you say, let's get Spanish books too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have several categories. I've written on pet fashion, um, like the pet fashion encyclopedia set that goes through around 200 different breeds of dogs on how to wow. design for those specific breeds. Um, the pug children's books, of course, that you've mentioned. We have coloring books, the Dalla coloring series, and then also several of my pug books are in in coloring books also. And uh, my husband has a couple books on uh, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome and joint hypermobility. And Zachary has actually written a couple what? books um, about racing and um, like how he got into racing and you know, uh, pursuing your passion and then never giving up for his like mini cup rookie of the year book. So it's turned into just kind of a family thing. All right, Mr. Author. What, what, so your mom inspired you, right? So tell us about the, the, the two books that you've done, Zachary. Um, so we, um, I've written two, um, books. One was the second one's kind of, uh, a follow-up from the first one. Um, where it's about how I got into racing, where it's, um, you know, the uh, mini cup decisions, my first book, and then my rookie of the year dream is my second book. And it's about, you know, how I got into racing and, um, you know, my journey along that. And then um, the second book was um, about, you know, um, my first season racing in mini cups to give a, a brief overview. You've gotten some awards. You're a real page turner and a lapper. So, I mean, in 2014, it says you were the rookie of the year for CSR. Were you, how old were you in 2014? My gosh. 12? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So what does it mean? What is this mini cup? What does that mean? Because you said you had a mini cup trailer. So for us that may not know a lot about racing, although I used to cover it for sports. You're the expert, not me. So what is the mini cup? Well, it's basically a half size um, NASCAR stock car. So it's basically, and to give a brief description, uh, it is basically half scale of a NASCAR stock car. So that's basically- Are you still on be. the same kind of tracks like at Speedway in Indiana and all? Um, not, not Indianapolis Motor Speedway, usually like, um, a quarter mile or a third of a mile. Okay. Um, yeah. they don't race half miles or above for safety reasons. Um, but you'll see them a lot at quarter miles or a third of a mile tracks. So in a mini cup, how fast can this puppy go? Um, they can, they can reach, I believe, uh, some places, I think at Wisconsin Dells, we were going to the straight about when you're going out into the corner about 80 mile an hour. So wow. they were pretty fast for their size. And, um, so those actually had like a, um, the same it, kind of an odd engine where it was, um, a Honda engine, but it was made not for cars. It was made to power a car wash. And that kidding? was what they put in the race car. A pressure washer. Pressure washer, yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought that? That's funny. Well, you're making a splash on the scene. See how I did that? So 
being in the fourth tier of NASCAR, the you know, being in the Arca Menard series, tell us about what you're racing in now and how fast can you go? Uh, in Arca, we do probably um, our fastest track is around uh, Michigan, which a lot of them do about 190 mile an hour. So a lot, a lot quicker than uh, when I was starting out. Um, and probably for the East tour, our quickest track will actually probably be the next race I'm on at Dover, where, uh, you will easily speed, see average speeds of around 160 mile an hour through the, throughout the lap. So pretty but fast race. In the race car, I don't, it's not a blur, is it? What's, what's going on in your brain? You're seeing everybody, you're drafting, you're watching the, but is it, do you feel like you've kind of like in slow motion or can you describe what it is? I would say for me, it's more in slow motion where you're able to, to focus, um, you know, everything, everything is happening really quick. Um, uh, but for, you know, yourself, you're able, for me, like it, you have to be able to slow it, kind of slow it down mentally and be able to, um, concentrate and, you know, like hitting the apex, you know, getting your throttle points, your breaking points and, and all that. So you gotta, you gotta a lot of ways be able to slow down in order to speed up. Have you ever gotten a speeding ticket? Actually, no. <laughs> Have you mom? More than I could count in my lifetime. Probably. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, we're speaking with Lauren Dar. She is the creator of left paw press and her amazing son, Zachary Tinkle. So we're going to come back and we're going to learn about how they are racing for rescues in more detail and maybe how you folks out here can help them after we take this break. So sit, stay. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life Show. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Um, I'm asking some bizarre questions, but these guys are feeling them very well. We're talking about Zachary Tinkle. He's a rising star in the NASCAR circuit. And Lauren Dar, who smokes me when it comes to the number of books she has written. And, and I think words are really important. Books are really important. I mean, how did you get all your ideas? Tell us about what's going on. There's all these breeds out there, Lauren. And the pugs are prime time. They're, they're the spotlight. Well, what's up with pugs? Well, when I was about five or six years old, I would say we had a rescue, even though rescue wasn't really a word that was used a lot at that point in time. Um, my, my aunt worked in a vet's office and someone that bred the pug just left it. And so I had Tootie, my first pug. And I used to dress her up and put lipstick on her. And she was the inspiration for my lipstick on a pug book. So I just fell I'm in love with it. I'm not getting into politics, but I think you probably had that phrase before someone else, right? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> so when I met you at Global, I see this dude lit up like a billboard. And he, you have a lot of sponsors. That's nice. It is hard. It's an expensive sport, Zachary. So, um, I mean, that's part of it. You're, you're learning business as well as racing. Can you kind of give people an idea? You know, it's very expensive being a race car driver. Um, unfortunately it is. So for us, you know, as uh, we, we didn't, we didn't come from racing the racing industry, you know, we weren't in it for, 
years and years and years before and my dad didn't race so for me it was a lot of learning i guess on the on the fly in a lot of ways and you know you had to learn about the business of the sport and you know trying to raise money with sponsorship and just to just to compete at this level and it is unfortunately the hardest part about racing is that in racing it's not like the nfl the nba or anything else where there's scouts unfortunately in racing you have to bring money to the table and so different than football baseball or basketball people are sitting on the bench in those sports making millions you don't win anything unless you win or place right exactly so for us it's um you know it's you know the the price money and and like arca and nascar there is the price money goes to the owners so the car owners so you don't actually make price money um you would have to you know course and cup some do get part of the price money but that's that's all contract negotiations um but (laughs) the very the very advanced part of the sport but um yeah so for us you know that's um you know it's kind of the business of it too well it doesn't it help to have a mom who's pretty savvy on marketing uh i will definitely say it is it does not uh hurt and it's uh, i would say probably our our biggest advantage in that we can we can market the heck out of any (laughs) any brand that associates with us and we i feel like we do a very good job in that department what do you think lauren uh you've got a superpower your your son is a speed racer but your superpower is marketing any anything you want to share on that yeah i i definitely think that's a distinct advantage for us and for zachary and and personally i feel like um i'm passionate about him not just because of his skills but because of what he does off of the racetrack. And I feel like, okay, if there's only 40 some spots in the NASCAR Cup Series, what type of person would a company want to sponsor? And I feel like Zachary is that type of individual because he's doing things not only on the racetrack, but off. So let's dive into Racing for Rescues. You've got your mini cup trailer. Um, this You took a bad situation and decided to help pets in need. So how big is this trailer and what kind of stuff have you been putting in? And give me an example of a place you just recently donated to a rescue group. Yeah, so it's uh, around 16 feet um, long and used to store his mini cup trailer in it. Um, Sometimes we will put the mini cup car in there for display because Oh, it cool. does attract attention to the uh, rescue. A yeah, a little. I think, and, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we even let people get in the mini cup car and climb in and out of it and see what a, a race car is like. Um, so that also attracts some media attention for the rescue itself. And as far as the supplies, it's all across the board of what they might ask for, wouldn't you say? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so a lot, whether it's something Zachary. as simple as um dog food cat food cleaning supplies something as simple as that a lot of time that is what we take but um of course sometimes it has a mini cup car and we you know we 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 do jam as much as we can in there and (laughs) try and uh be able to donate as much product as we can and uh we've had we've had quite a few unique things that have come along so um we actually even got a a pallet 
um, of cleaning supplies last year donated to us. So wow. I don't know if we've still gone through the whole palette. Yeah, we have. We have? Okay, we have. Um, well, what about so when you were at, um, uh, at uh, Global this year? Were you walking around trying to build some things that could bring some donations to rescue groups? Yeah, absolutely. We, we were there to promote the Racing for Rescues initiative because, you know, the more pet companies that we can get involved and to donate, uh, you know, it, it just spreads the, the burden across, I guess, is what I would say, um, and es establishes partnerships with those companies and also helps promote them along the way. So definitely we were looking for uh, companies that wanted successful? to donate. Were you successful? Yes, yes, ab absolutely. We've had several different companies that I'm meeting and following up with already so that we can get them to uh, get their donation in, donations in and take them to this, the cities where we race. So where's the last place you made a donation? Let's do a shout out to that group. Well, we actually did a fundraising thing for Speedway Animal Rescue mm -hmm. right here in Speedway. He he got a call and said, can you come to this? Um, that was more of an appearance. Um, we've been to Tuscaloosa Metro Animal Shelter. That was one of our big ones down in Alabama nice. when he raced at Talladega. That was a really good experience. Talladega. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. That's sweet. That's sweet, Zachary. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we did that in partnership with the American Association of Pet Parents. Um, and, uh, they had staff come and, and we were there and we had media come out. And so we felt like that was really, really successful and a model for how we would really like to help rescues. Would you say you're a little proud of your son? A smidge, yes. <laughs> <laughs> very, very proud of him and all that he's accomplished. And, um, I'm in awe of what he does on a racetrack when I watch him drive. And I'm very proud of the things that he does off of the track too. Zachary, what's something that pugs or other dogs have done to make you a better human? I would say for me, you always growing up around pets, it's taught me the value of having animals in your house. It's, you know, in a lot of ways, it's great. Having a pet's great for per uh, person, not only just, you know, it's great to have an animal have a home so they can feed, you know, have a place to stay. But it's also great for us humans because it te it helps our mental health a lot. Um, and it definitely helps keep you relationships as well, um, where, you know, you always have have your dog and, you know, it's 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 great to it's great to have have that. So I like that. How about you, Miss uh, Pug Parent? What have dogs done to make you a better human, Lauren? Oh, I, infinitely. So many things that I couldn't recount them all, but I think they've just brought a lot of great joy to my life. And I believe that pets um, are better for us than sometimes we are for them <laughs> um, because of how they bring us joy. And, you know, let's face it, a pug, you've just got to laugh at them all the time. Um, and um, for him, uh, he, he may not realize this, but I think it also teaches children responsibility and how to Absolutely. treat others when they're when they're being raised up. And um, a lot of subliminal ways people may not realize that those are benefits that even children can get from having a pet. Well, everybody, um, I can't believe the show's almost over. Leftpawpress.com and ZacharyTinkle.com to learn more about racing for rescues. You two survived me. Y'all good? Yep. We survived. We need the t-shirt. I survived. <laughs> All right. 
I want to give pause up to our special guests, Lauren Dar and Zachary Tinkle. Um, I also want to do a shout out to our amazing sponsors, Tebra Pet and Furniture Furniture Store, Furniture.com and Tebra pet.com and i want to give a shout out to all the radio stations coast to coast airing our show truly truly appreciate that so until next time this is your host arden moore just saying to all you two three and four leggers out there pause up Thanks for listening to this episode of Arden Moore's Four-Legged Life. For more information about the host, to listen to past programs, and watch full-length video versions of our guest interviews, our website is fourleggedlife.com. That's fourleggedlife.com. And have a pawsome week.